0: welcome to navigating the modern world a place to gain skills or new ways of thinking coping or approaching the areas of life that you may feel stuck stagnant fearful or challenged Hello everyone, my name is Kimberly Johnson, and you are listening to Navigating the Modern World, a place dedicated to talking about all things life. I am a life coach and a sex coach. Um, I am based out of Denver, Colorado, and I have been blessed with the ability to see life differently. I'm told often how different my perspective is on life. I don't think it's right or better. I simply think that it is an offering of different. As a life coach, a lot of what I hear is people experiencing the sensations of being stuck, whether in anxiety, depression, or in a job or career or in a relationship, knowing they want something different but not knowing how or where to start. Navigating the modern world is an attempt to look at this To navigate is defined by Merriam-Webster as the making one's way over or through something. To navigate is nothing more than learning skillfulness, to gain skills or new ways of thinking, coping, or approaching areas of life that feel stuck, stagnant, or challenging. We all have it in us to be skillful in all areas of life. We just sometimes need to be reminded of how. This is a place to come and do just that. Nothing is off limits. All are welcome. Welcome to episode two of Navigating the Modern World. I wanted to start today just by talking about literally how this podcast came to fruition and the two elements that I think are really important, um, to learn in having in like learning how to navigate life. So I have been wanting to have a podcast for years. I do speaking engagements all over the place. I host retreats. I also, um, write and I make videos a lot and I post them on social media feeds. So podcasting to me always felt like something I should do. And for years I had been thinking about it and or like I would start something or get an idea and then it just like wouldn't really happen for me or wouldn't work out. And it reminds me of Elizabeth Gilbert. and um, In Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert says, she talks about ideas and how ideas are kind of these like universal thoughts that roam in the world. Like they're like kind of in the ethers in space roaming around and sometimes they land on you. Like an idea lands in your brain, in your thought, in your realm of existence. And If the idea is yours or is for you, then it takes off and it's easily manifested and it feels in flow and um, you might have to work for it, but the work doesn't feel like a struggle or like a challenge. It just feels like, okay, this is what I want. This is what I'm doing Um, versus sometimes ideas land and then they literally go away and, or they land and we think about it and we're like, yes, I'm going to do this. And then we don't do it. And then we feel like a failure or a bad person or like we're a person that has all these ideas, but we don't ever follow through. And so I wanted to share that idea because for years now I've been thinking about podcasting. I've had like a bunch of titles, you know, I have a blog, oneyearalone.com. And I was like, I'm going to start my podcast and it's going to be called One Year Alone. And And um, that didn't work out. I mean, I have so, I've had so many ideas that just have not actually come to fruition. And so a few weeks ago in a meditation, I'm a part of a meditation, Buddhist meditation group here in Denver. And I was in the group. It's on Sundays. I was in the group and um, we were doing our 45 minute sit and navigating the modern world just came to me came to me and it felt very solidified. It felt like an idea landed. And, um, after that I went home, I ended up going back home to Arkansas. I'm from Arkansas and I was at home and I was just talking to my brother. My brother just recently went back to school for graphic design and I was just sharing him, sharing with him my idea. And I said, Hey, would you want to make me a logo? He said, yes. Like got so excited and said, yes. And within days had a logo made for me. Then I was just like thinking about like topics and what it would be about, like navigating the modern world. What does that mean? And I one day just sat and all of these things came to me, all of these ideas, the intro, like everything felt so easy and in flow. And even yesterday, so um, this is day two of the podcast and I'm making episode two already, even though they're going to be launching every week. Um, But literally yesterday I had this moment when I was like, okay, like you have two options. You can continue to just kind of like hope and dream for things to come or you could pause and really put in the work and just like see what happens and so I made a commitment to myself yesterday I was like okay I'm gonna just like do it and see what happens so yesterday it took me about four and a half hours and I created the very first episode and it took me about four and a half hours to do like 12 minutes worth of audio but that was like adding music and figuring out fading and Figuring out my microphone, and um, but in four and a half hours, I had made the entire first episode, submitted it to iTunes, and it felt like flow. It felt easy. It felt inspiring. It felt um, it felt right, and. Then a few hours later, so you know, I've talked to a lot of people who have done podcasting and they say, usually it takes like two or three days and they'll get back to you. They say a week, but it usually takes only like two or three days. And within hours, I had had a response that my podcast was approved. So that is how I knew that the idea that landed was the exact timing that it should be. Or that it was perfect. You know, everything is perfect. Um, So what I wanted to bring up is these two ideas that I have lived in for years, which is like this rush, this like rush that I should be doing everything now. And this idea of really forcing things. And for years, I feel like I had tried to force things. And the way you know if you're forcing things is if one, it feels really hard and not fun or not interesting or not motivating. Or two, if it literally like if you're, you keep trying to do something, trying to do something and nothing is coming of it. So it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like pushing on a brick wall, like you can push as hard as you want, but nothing's really going to happen. You're probably not going to move the brick wall with your hands. And it's this idea of forcing, forcing something that is just not the thing. And it's really an issue of being able to let go of things. It's kind of like that idea of ideas, like what I was talking about with Elizabeth Gilbert. It's like just because an idea lands in your realm of consciousness does not actually mean that it's your idea. Does not actually mean that it's meant for you to do all the work or for you to actually follow that idea into completion. And sometimes it can be just a matter of like letting go of the idea completely, saying like, okay, that's not actually where I want to put my time and energy. Or two, delegating tasks to other people so that the idea can happen and it doesn't actually have to be you doing all the work. So the other idea that, you know, that I've worked with for so long in my own experience is this idea of rushing. And I don't know about you guys, but for most of my childhood and into my young adulthood, and now as I'm embarking upon 30, I have felt a sense of deep urgency. I have always felt this idea of rush, and what it mostly has cultivated in me is one exhaustion and two, the idea that I'm never doing enough or that I have never done enough. Like like I can't even tell you how many times the thought has come up into my brain of like, Kimberly, you're about to be 30 and what have you really done? And it's so funny because other people that look at my life they're like whoa you're so accomplished and you've done all these things and but from my perspective because i experience this sense of urgency or like knowing what my dreams are or like knowing what i'm supposed to be doing on this planet and all the things i want to do that it never feels like enough and so what i've been playing with is lightness and gentleness And slowing down. Me and my best friend, uh, my best friend's a naturopath in Denver, and she and I have been talking a lot about the need to slow down. I was in Arkansas, like I said, a few weeks ago, and I was talking to my mother. You know, my my parents are um, in their 60s, and um, literally I look at them, and I get this sense sometimes of like how do people live to be that age like I in my 29 years of existence have done so much and feel like I go 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 and I create 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 and and I honestly a lot of my time and experience is wondering like how can this be sustainable I feel genuinely exhausted and So the conversation that I've been having with my best friend is, how actually can we slow down? And if I really, so you know, a lot of, and this is like just a blurb that I'm going to say, but will be talked about in a lot of podcasts, I'm sure, is um, this idea of time. We see time as this linear thing. It's like, okay, if I live, what I think the average age is like 72 or 75, the average um, age of living. So if I live to 72 or 75, then I've got a lot of stuff to get done before that time, before I die. And that is a very, very pinhole way to view time. And so I've been playing with the idea of eternity or like this long vision, Like seeing time actually as not existing how we think it exists in this linear way. But like time being one, non-existent, but also two, everything. Like time is eternity and in eternity, then what I do in 72 years on this earth, like actually isn't really the only goal. It's not what I want to motivate me. Because I'm not going to make it to 72 if I keep going the way I've been going. So how can I slow down? One. And then two, how can I trust that when things land in my consciousness, like an idea or a thought or... um a thing that I need to be taking action on? Like, how can I trust that like when those things land and they feel in ease versus feeling like I have to force them, that that is actually how I navigate my life. That I navigate my life through ease and flow. That when an idea lands and it feels in flow and it feels like manifestation is happening quickly, that that is actually... Um, the direction that I'm going to keep going versus if an idea lands and I keep trying and trying and trying and I keep hitting brick walls and then I feel exhausted and then I also feel burnt out that that is actually a moment to pause and switch directions. And in the slowing down, you know, something that I think is so important in life that a lot of people I don't see doing or they hire me because they want to be doing is really, really taking care of ourselves. And I don't mean taking care of ourselves in the way that a lot of people think about taking care of ourselves, like um, like getting a massage once a month or um, eating super healthy. like those are definitely aspects of taking care of ourselves. Like we need to be eating healthy and we need to be um, getting body work done if that's what we need to be doing. But taking care of ourselves is actually a way of life. It is actually a way that we view the world and our life as we are living it. So taking care of of ourselves is an actual moment-by-moment decision. Like, should I say yes to this person? Would that be taking care of myself? If we take care of ourselves, we then can genuinely and authentically take care of our lives and the other people in our lives. But if you are not taken care of, then you are kind of um, taking energy from a reserve that is not there. (laughs) So you're actually, you're pulling from energy that is not there. And that is when you start feeling exhausted, burnt out, resentful. So how can you make taking care of yourself an actual way of living versus something you do for 30 minutes a day? And it's like little things. It's like asking yourself over and over again. You know, one of the practices I give my... My um, clients is putting into their phone reminders like four or five times a day, like just like simple questions like if I truly loved myself, what would I do right now? Am I taking care of myself? Do I need anything in this moment? Like putting questions in their phone to pop up, to spark and to begin creating new habits and patterns of really taking care of ourselves. And from this place of taking care of ourselves, this is where the slowing down aspect of what I'm talking about really comes in, is that life, there is no rush in life. It is trusting that everything is exactly as it should be. If things were supposed to be different in your life, then they would be different. I'm going to say that again. If something, a relationship, a situation, anything, if anything was supposed to be different in your life, it would be different. Everything that is in your life, whether it's a person or a scenario or a situation or a job, every single thing is exactly what it should be to help grow you and teach you something. Every single person you encounter on a daily basis is the exact person you're supposed to interact with. Every situation you find yourself in is the exact situation you are meant to be in. Maybe it's to learn how to be kind when you don't want to be. Maybe it's to learn how to love. Maybe it's to learn how to listen. Maybe it's to learn how to take action. Maybe it's to learn how to slow down. Maybe it's to learn how to pay attention and be present. But every single thing happening in your life is actually perfect and is actually the exact thing that you are supposed to be experiencing to evolve. So much of our lives we are spent wanting the situations that we are in to not be the situations we are in. We want to be somewhere else other than where we are. And the only issue with that is that where we are in this present moment, in each present moment, is actually where the magic of life is. Is actually where life is. That life is nowhere but this moment. It's not in some future moment. It's not in rehashing a past moment. It is in this moment. This is where all magic of living and life live right now so maybe take a moment and close your eyes and allow yourself to find your feet in this present moment and allow yourself to be grateful for every single thing that has ever happened to you to bring you to this moment No matter how much you want to convince yourself that it hasn't been perfect, what if in this moment you could get curious about that it actually has been perfect, that you are here right now having experienced everything you've experienced for a reason and really breathing into that experiencing the fullness and the gratitude of this moment and of the life that you have lived to bring you to this moment. And take another breath and just hold it in. Hold in that that gratitude and that sensation of fullness. Hold it into your body. Like, pull it into your bones, into your bone marrow, and hold it there. This is it this is the only moment that actually exists and it is perfect my hope from this podcast today this episode is that you just begin asking yourself some questions about just slowing down about taking care of yourself about what it looks like to live in ease versus forcing something in your life, whether it's a relationship, a career, a creative project. And that you allow the gratitude of this moment to wash over you as you ask yourself questions about life and you get curious You guys are amazing. Thank you for joining me today. Um, I will see you guys next week. Remember, if you have any questions or comments or topics that you want me to talk about, you can email me at KimberlyEliseJohnson at gmail.com. You can also find my website, KimberlyCoaching.com or OneYearAlone.com.